On this week's podcast, um, we have Mr. Ruddock, who is a TA um, in the Archimedes at Stopsley High School. Um, and he has been doing lots of fantastic poems um, in lockdown that he's kind of created um, to keep his... Is it kind of for emotional well-being or just something you enjoy? I think it all started at the beginning of the first lockdown. I was at home, like the yeah. rest of us. And somebody said something to me about poetry... And I thought, well, why not? And to be honest, I haven't stopped writing since. Does it become a bit of an addiction? I, uh, yes, I think it is an addiction. As I was just saying before we started to record, I wrote seven poems over the weekend, just sitting there and people, I hear expressions of people give me words and off I go. So do you have to, is it like, create? do you have to create like the right environment to do that? Is it, do you do it in silence, do you do it... Um, go in a room and do it or can you do it any? do you create the poems anywhere for me I tend to sit in our lounge put some music on in the background not very loud just enough that it's there and then I got a clipboard and a full and a A5 no an A4 pad and I just start scribbling right away and that's it do you um do you ever get any poems that you think or do you ever just chuck some away or do you do you try and work with everything uh, I was working that out the other day, funny enough. I think about eight out of every ten poems are successful. The ones that aren't successful, I might keep the odd line that I might be able to use again. But at the moment, I feel I'm on a roll. And part of me worries that will that stop and yeah. I'll suddenly end up never being able to write another you poem can get them in all my out life. Again. <laughs> but, um, you know... I. Let's not worry about that, and I'm, I'll just keep writing. And do you, do you keep, so you keep all of the ones you write, or...? I do. I print them off and I put them in folders, and uh, and hopefully I sent... Um, I've entered a few poetry competitions yeah. and never won anything, but have had at least one a nice letter acknowledging it was, it was good. That's good. And... Um, I've sent off some to some publishers and I've got, hopefully, COVID allowing, I've got one book of 25 poems coming out And is that all year, your poems? All my poems. That's so good. And I've got another book which are all about COVID poems and I've written probably about 30 poems about COVID and one publisher just wants to publish those. And then the people will be able to buy them and read them. Yeah, and people will be able to buy them. And uh, have, yeah. you, have you ever done any, read your poems to people, or do you normally send them to them and let them read it themselves? I've never read a poem to anybody, so... This, this is, is going to be a is, first. This is slightly uh, daunting that you're asking me to write a poem, um, read one of my poems. I think it's always nice, though, to hear it from the person who wrote it so you can get their meaning behind it. Because sometimes when we, when you, you inter everyone interprets different, which I suppose is that something that you want, people to have their own meaning of it? Or yeah, you... I, I want them to see what, what they hear in it for them. Yeah. I, I wrote a poem about three months ago about a trip to... Timbuktu, yeah. not a place I've ever been, no. but um, I like the word in Timbuktu, you can do a lot with how you use that word, and at the end of it I had just put, I think the last line was something about it would be better if you had been with me, Yeah. and so it's for you to draw your own picture about what that story about this person going to Timbuktu was all about, Yeah. it could have been that he'd left 
he'd lost his love and she he'd gone off on this visit yeah. or you know you, but it's, up it's to for you. you it's for you to interpret what I'm or what you're making of that, yeah. not what I'm making. Is that of what it. you like writing more poems like that then, where people come to their own assumptions rather than you kind of passing off your your views? Uh, I or? think so. I've got like all of us. I yeah. mean, you you have particular people you get on better yeah. with, and I get on quite well with one of the t- other TAs in school. And sometimes she says, "Oh, you write such dark poems. Yeah. Are you all right?" <laughs> and then she says. You write such lovely love poems. Yeah. Are you all right? And I said, no, it's just what's in my head yeah. that starts to appear on the paper. So do you think it helps then? Like for students maybe who are thinking about getting their feelings out and trying to deal with that, do you think it helps to like maybe write a poem or something about how you feel or something? Or is that not something you've experienced? No, I think it is. I, some, of the, some of my poems I've written are about me. Yeah. Um, in fact, I used... One poem I, I talked about, my memory is my library. Yeah. Um, and so, therefore, I can draw on things that have happened in my life that have been good or bad. Yeah, for inspiration. And, or, for inspira- yeah. in, and in fact, working in Stopsley since I've been here, I've written, hmm, I don't know, 10 poems at least about education. Yeah. And if I'd, if I'd never... Been here, I, I, I would never, have, I would never have had that experience to draw upon to write no. about, yeah, um, to write about the students or about the teachers. I wrote a poem last year, um, which I dedicated to all Year Elevens, yeah, because that was such a strange time, wasn't yeah. it, when they left? Nothing's ever happened no. about that poem. I don't, it's just in my file, from yeah. a poem I wrote last year. But you know, I, I, I could sympathise with what was happening to them when it all started to yeah. go wrong. And I just thought, no, I wrote this poem and I was put dedicated to yeah. Year 11 at Stopsley High School. <laughs> oh, we should have shared that. That's such a shame. Maybe I'll, we still can. I'll get, it out of, I'll get it out of one of my other folders. Yeah, and bring it in. And bring it in. <laughs> and we'll share it. That'll be good because we can email it to them or something. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dig it out. I'll try to remember what the title was, but I'll find it. Yeah, no problem. So do you want to share one of your poems with us? Well, I wrote one last week, which... Uh, is really very much about what's happening now with with all of you having to work at home. Yeah. And it's called Under Siege. So let's go. It's the first time I've ever read one. Schools are under siege. Everyone making contrary asks. Teachers just want to teach, setting students educational tasks. Students in bedrooms online, students in school online. Staff meetings online, even virtual lunches online. The face of education has changed. Will it ever look the same again? So many aspects rearranged, but where is the gain? Students in bedrooms online, students in school online, staff meetings online, even virtual lunches online. Schools reopening, dates move, like waves on a beach. Impossible to get into a groove. The future always seems out of reach. Students in bedrooms online, students in school online, staff meetings online, even virtual lunches online. But does this pandemic bring opportunity? Old ideas gone, new approaches possible. Big changes in the educational community, teachers again could be invincible. Students in bedrooms online, students in school online, staff meetings online, 
even virtual lunches online. Hope you liked it. That was good, considering that's the first time you ever read it. And it really, I like the style because it makes you think about things like there's questions and you're, you're thinking as you're reading it, oh yeah, like, what about that? So that's really good. Um, you said something about, before we was doing this, that you, some of them you're experimenting with and trying to change a bit to make into like a bit more songs. Yes, I... Somebody in Archimedes is a big rock and roll fan. Yeah. And I wrote a poem for her which then I realised was more a, a song yeah. than a poem. Um, so, being rather cheeky, I sent it off to a publishers in America, yeah. music publishers, and that came back to me, and they put music to it. I haven't done anything with that since. But I then got approached, I don't know, they, one publisher must have talked to another, and I got approached by... Um, Diamond City Music in yeah. Nashville, Tennessee, who said, would I send them some poems yeah. that they'd like to turn into songs? So I did, and I'm quite surprised that they've picked some very dark yeah. poems, and I'm not convinced my poems are songs. You never know. But, they must see something. Yeah, but so what I have been experimenting with this year is trying to write songs instead of poems, yeah. which... I'm finding harder. Do you I think mean, it's because there's a bit of pressure on it, whereas before you was kind of it's just your thoughts and your. I think the the the, the, the trick with songs is you've got to have a hook. Yeah. There has to be the hook in the song that gets like the catchy part. The, the catchy part, and um, well, I've written at least four. I'm quite happy with, and uh, when when. The one comes back from Nashville that they are currently putting music yeah. to. I'm going to send them those and, uh, and fingers what, fingers crossed. And so let's it just see shows what from a little thing that it's come yeah, quite big. Absolutely. Have you got one that's a bit of a song that you could share, or maybe oh. part of it? Okay. Part of it. Can you give me a minute yeah, while yeah. I just find this? It. Is probably the sixth or seventh song I've yeah. tried to write as against poems. It's called the Midnight Train. Leaving Georgia on the midnight train, big cities calling my name. I have to go, but my heart's in pain. I need to find fame. Leaving Georgia on the midnight train, big cities calling my name. So hard to go, but I must. Nothing to hold me back. I need to shake off the Georgia dust, leave my shack and find a track. Leaving Georgia on the midnight train, big cities calling my name. No looking back. Break its hold. Goodbye, Blue Ridge Mountains. Don't fear, be bold. Will I find the sim silver fountains? Leaving Georgia on the midnight train. Big cities calling my name. So Fingers crossed. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I think it's more about, if it's song, is it more about kind of the rhyming? You've got to get that a bit more right. Then. You've got to get the hook. Yeah. And that, that hopefully the leaving Georgia on the midnight train, big it's cities calling my name, keeps appearing two yeah. or three times. And if that gets in people's heads, then they that's, what yeah. that's what sell records. That's really good. So, so thank you for sharing your poems with us. That's re it's been really nice. And we hope that you can send that Year 11 one to us and maybe we'll share that with some of the Year 11s. 
and we look forward to hearing more. I know you're doing something with Miss Gaten being around a poem as well, so that would be good. Okay, thank you.